choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? It's Kells, uh, at KMGZ on Twitter. It's Kells Podcast. Thanks for asking, Kells Podcast. I'm back. So... Um, this week I've come, hopefully, I don't think, I've been lying to y'all, talking about the episodes not gonna be that long, and they end up being long, but I think this week I'm not gonna lie, I think I'm, I think it's gonna be the truth, simply because I've had, like, a string of longer ones, and so at some point it's just, like, not that much to talk about, so... I don't know if it's gonna be short, but I don't, I don't know if it's gonna, it might be, we'll see, I, I think it might, if, it might be on the shorter side versus the longer side, but I don't know, maybe I'm lying. Um, alright, so let's get started. Um, yo, so, I don't really have a yours and negritude, really? Uh, well, no, I'll give a yours and negritude to, um, the, the LA Rams and Odell Beckham Jr. I told y'all the Rams was gonna win the Super Bowl, you know, I'm not like Dick, Buck, Dick Buckus or John Madden or none of that shit, but I do watch football like everybody else, and I've watched football for a long time, and I have, I just, like I said, I've, I've I think that when, um, what is it called, high-power AFC offenses, with a few exceptions, you know, the Ravens a couple years, of course, Tom Brady, um, the Chiefs, there's been, there's been some exceptions, but from the time I've been watching football, which goes all the way back to, like, you know, I say 1980, it tends to be that NFC defenses shut down AFC offenses, with the exceptions of the ones I said, as a matter of fact, it was a very long time, those of you who are closer to my age know, it was a long time when, um, whoever won the NFC is going to win the Super Bowl, because there was a long time there when the AFC would just get shut out, the Bills went three times, they lost, Denver would lose, that's why, you know, the league is a lot more interesting now with, you know, um, the Patriots actually kind of shook it up a little bit, but if y'all remember, it used to be the 49ers, used to be the Giants, used to be the Cowboys, used to be the the Packers, um, who else? I feel like there's another team in there that I'm forgetting that would win, but that's who was winning the Super Bowls, it was the NFC. Um, I just knew the Rams, like I said, the Rams were going on the road, winning games that they were not supposed to win, and when teams do that, they tend to go to Super Bowl, and they tend to win, and so I just was like, this, that defensive line that they have, you might hold them for a quarter, you might hold them for two quarters, but at some point, them two ends, Von Miller, and um, the other dude on the other side come crashing through, they did it to the Bucks, and eventually they started doing to the Bengals, it was a close game, I didn't think, I thought it would be like a t- uh, two touchdown game, so it was a little bit closer than I thought, but actually, that, that egregious call they missed on Jalen Ramsey, that should, that's led to that, uh, Bengals touchdown, I, that, take that off, and it actually would have been, um, not as close as it was, but, you know, I'm so happy for Odell Beckham Jr., I just wanted him to wings, I think he's a great player, and like I said, I wanted the Giants to look stupid, because the, everybody talking about Cleveland, Cleveland is a non-fucking factor, because it really was the Giants getting rid of him, that started all, they had no reason to get, like, you got one of the most elite players in the league, that is an elite, uh, receiver there, and, and you cut him because what, he's passionate on, his, on the sideline and he likes to dance, like I never, they tried to make like he was so problematic, but I never could understand what was problematic about him, because it, like, what, what, what was he doing other than wanting to win and frustrated that, that y'all weren't, because your coach sucked so, you know, I'm so glad for him I'm happy for him, I'm glad he got it uh, you know, I again, I ignored the whole Cleveland episode, because I just was like, I don't, just, you're not gonna tell me that this guy is washed, and he can't play, because you're fucking second, third, whatever you're fucking fuck-ass quarterback, can't throw, like, yeah, come on, man, you got a fucking elite Pro Bowl-type receiver over here, and you got this guy, and you want me to believe that it's the Pro Bowl, elite Pro Bowl receiver that can't get, get right, not this guy, I just never, I never pay attention to Cleveland, I ain't, care about it, I just was glad when he got off that team, um, so shout out to him, and, um, shout out to the Rams, okay, so let's go, so, I'm, I, this one is a little lighthearted, but I do got a couple things to say, so what, um, so, okay, Super Bowl, cross that off, the halftime show, 
was um really good. Um, it was one of the most highest viewed um halftime. Listen, Gen X, we come through. We the culture. We built the culture. It ain't. It's it, it never been as fly as we was. It ain't been as fly since. You know, y'all millennials, y'all try to come in talking about. Listen, man, y'all millennials, y'all y'all. We try to ignore a lot of shit, but y'all really get on our nerves, bro. Cause y'all stay trying to move in our shit. Talking about this was a millennial. How was this for the? How was this millennials? These are all Gen X artists, all Gen X music, y'all motherfuckers little kids, like, this ain't your shit, and then when people started, uh, highlighting that, well, why does it matter, it matters, because y'all keep, y'all always trying to steal shit, listen, when Justin and Britney, and all them millennial, y'all shit, Destiny's Child, we don't, we don't claim that, that's y'all shit, y'all got it, but y'all stay wanting to come up with, and, and not, not, no, that's not, that's, that's our shit, that's our culture, we was outside with that, that's our age group, like, get out of here, so, but shout out to them, it was the most viewed, um, not most viewed, but like, after dipping ratings, I personally think it was because of the halftime show, but I also think it's because of the teams, like, me personally, I bet you if that would have been 49ers versus Bengals, it wouldn't have been as high a ratings, because it's just certain teams I feel like don't nobody give a fuck about, and I was like, if the, if it was going to be the Bengals and the 49ers, I was going to be like, I, I don't want to see, like, I'll have it on, but I don't know if I'm going to be, you know, watching it, so I think it was the fact that the teams, it was the Bengals, is everybody bought in that Bengals hype, and the Rams, well, you know, I just think it was the team, LA, I think it was the teams and the halftime show. Halftime show was good. I personally, I love Mary and Snoop and, and Dre and all of them. They did their thing. Eminem was creasing the fuck out of his Jordans. But personally, I think Kendrick Lamar ate them all up. I'm going to be honest with you. Somebody said, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Somebody said, the, uh, I don't know if it was, yeah, it was Snoop said, I think. They was like, it was like um, Hamilton for Crips. Because <laughs> the Crips was on the, on the fucking, um, on the, uh, on the field, I thought that shit was funny, <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out, that was a, that was a really good Super Bowl, it was a competitive game, it wasn't a blowout, which is a really good thing, and, um, you know, I enjoyed it, I'm really happy for OBJ, um, what I want to do next, I just want to mention very quickly that the two worst airlines in the world, Frontier and Spirit, are, emerged, and that's, they gonna be Frontier now, listen, so, I mean, I don't know what this even means, like, y'all, so y'all took the two worst airlines, and now y'all done made one big, terrible airline, like, like, you know, I guess, you know, now, cause I always said the Frontier and Spirit, like, they don't fucking actually land the plane, they just kinda swoop down low, and, and like, send y'all niggas out like the military, you know how the military goes out with little parachutes, I said they just come down low, like, they don't actually land, they just, like, get down low enough for people to jump out, and you, you know, kick your luggage out, and you gotta go retrieve it and shit, um, off the landing strip, um, I don't know what this is gonna be, I, I don't, I, I can't possibly think how them two merging is gonna be a better airline, I mean, do they even have first class in them joints, like, um, I, I flew Frontier one time, because the, um, military, and the government, you know, when you travel, then you gotta get the cheapest shit, so one time I was on Frontier, and oh my god, like, I was like, people fly this regular, like, it was the worst, it was just, so I don't, I just think, I just think that's funny, I'm like, so y'all about to make one big terrible airline, um, you know, do they have first class, what is first class in them joints, probably just like a seat, like, I, cause them fucking benches that they have in them joints, them shit's hard as fuck, anyway, I just thought that was funny, cause I was like, what is that about to be, um, but yeah, so Frontier Airlines, um, you know, is a thing, shout out to Euphoria, once again, another excellent episode, they turned the, they turned the, um, speed down a little bit this one, but it still was a lot that went on in this episode, a lot of layers, a lot of very good acting, once again, um, you know, Rue's mom is trying to get her into the rehab, um, she's finally decided she wants to clean up, she apologized to Ali, a scene that was very, very sweet, I think that was such a sweet, Zendaya, man, listen, put her name, give her all the awards, that girl is a fucking actress, that scene was so sweet, um, just the way she, like, talked to him, and then she apologized, she was like, how do you know, I just thought it was a really sweet scene, um, that Jolly Rancher at the beginning was kicking her ass when she was coming down off the drugs, kicking her ass, I just, only thing I noticed, I was like, okay, at some point, 
Rue might want to tell her parents about fucking Lori, psychotic ass, whose drugs that they threw out and all y'all in danger. That's all I'm saying. Because la- I hope she don't think that lady don't forgot about her drugs. And she knew your full name. Maybe she didn't pick up on it because she was, uh, you know, detox or relapse or what you call it, drug sick. Maybe she ain't really pick up on it. But like, she knows your name and she probably know where you live at. And um, y'all help me out because I was a little confused on this one part. How did the girl get back to Fez's house? Because we saw the girlfriend, the one that I said might be behind the room when the when the dude came and got her. So clearly that wasn't her behind, or maybe it was, I don't know. But she just popped back up at Fez's house. So I'm like, did I miss something? Is that like a was that a plot um hole? Like somebody out because I don't understand what happened with that. Because he definitely came back and got her. And they didn't show her coming back, but maybe he just, I don't know. But I thought that was odd. But I also think when he, you know, the boyfriend was telling her he's working police. Listen, I just feel like I think that Elliot is a narc, a snitch. Elliot is the common denominator here because now all of a sudden the police is on. You got this, you know, this dude snitching. And I've been said it was something going on with, I just, I just felt, I felt the presence of police <laughs> lurking around, like around Fez and now Lori and them. It's like this is a small town. They're moving all these drugs. This nigga pops up out of nowhere. Now all of a sudden, you know, this dude is 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 talking to police and you know he Rue got this this suitcase and she coming to tell him he they coming to tell you know her mama on her and everything. I don't know. I just feel like Elliot is it's something to do with Elliot, because where did he come from, who's that house he lives in, is that his sister, is that his co-worker, like, who is that, I just, I don't know, I could be wrong, I could be wrong, but he just, he gives me narc vibes, he gives me strong, like, even when she first ran up on him, she walked into the laundry room, he was snorting drugs, but was he, you know what I mean, like, were you snorting drugs, he could have just been standing there, trying to wait for somebody to come in, and then all of a sudden, you know, we don't know if that's drugs, he's snorting, and the reason I say that, and I know he was getting high with Rue, but the reason I say that is, like, when he went in the bathroom, when Rue left him drugs for him, and he blew the heroin away, like, he wasn't doing the heroin, like, maybe that was just some coke or Adderall, I don't know what, but I just, I don't know, I have a feeling something about Elliot is just ringing narc to me, but we'll see. I just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of police activity and presence just swirling around lately since, since Elliot has shown up, that's all I'm saying. Um, but another excellent show, uh, episode. Um, Maddie and Cassie, you know, um, the scene, oh my god, the scene with Nate, psychopath-ass Nate, here's all I want to say about that scene and those scenes, um, and I've read, like, I've seen the chatter on Twitter, people talking about he really wants jewels, I'm not really sure, I, I don't, I really, Nate is an interesting, very interesting character to me, because I think that people are painting him black and white, and I don't think he's black and white, like I said before, I have some bit of sympathy for Nate, I don't think Nate is as black and, and white as people think, I'm not sure that he likes, I know he had the thing with Jules, but I don't know if that like was just out of rebellion, or like trying, like fuck I personally thought that, I always thought that was about saying, fuck you dad, like, oh, I'm gonna fuck the girl that you like, that's what I thought it was, I don't know if he's necessarily liking, um, Jules like that, I think he knows that Maddie was toxic for him, he was toxic for her, I think he did Maddie a big ass favor, cause I think Maddie could do way better than Nate, and I think Maddie, uh, probably needed that, so she could finally let go of that fucking crazy motherfucker, I think Cassie is getting exactly what she deserves, I think that scene at the end where they showed, you know, Cassie's mom watching her leave, and Nate's mom, I thought that was brilliant, I thought, I mean, we the symbolism was perfect, um, you know, I think Cassie is, is, you know, I think that the message there clearly was Cassie is gonna be the same thing as Nate's mom was, I think Nate really does like Cassie for the same reason that his dad probably did, because it's just like the perfect trophy wife, and it's just, you know, a life that I can do, I could be wrong about that, I just didn't, I saw a lot of people saying that, oh, he was a danger to Jules, and he really, I don't know, I don't, I don't really get that, I don't get that, I think that he, like I said, 
I think he probably liked Jules, and I think he probably thought it was fucked up that would, that his dad had that tape and was blackmailing Jules, but I think he used it like he did to get back at his father. I don't ever think it really was about Jules. I think it was about getting back his, at his father. And so that's what I thought it kind of was, like, yo, I'm giving you the tape back. It's not another copy that I know of. You know, kind of my bad, but, like, you know, dude had the tape, and, you know, it was out there, so I had to use, I just I just got that impression from him that he really didn't have no ill will towards Jules specifically, just that you know, he had his father on his back, and now that his dad is off, he don't have to be like that, that's what I got, but maybe we could be wrong, I mean, you know I think he probably thinks, he might like Jules a little bit, but I, I don't I don't know if I agree with y'all saying that he really wants Jules and, cause if that's what he wanted then he could have her, it's, his dad's gone, it's no pressure now, his mom don't know shit about it, nobody would know anything but Jules, and you know, Jules, he bust the ass open for anybody who wants it, so I just don't think, I don't think it would, if that's what it was, I don't, I don't think that it, he would go with Cassie like that, like, I don't think it would, it's that, you know, nothing would be stopping him, so I just think he just was like, yo, here, I, you know, I realized that I had y'all fucked up, I really wasn't trying to fuck with y'all, but I mean, you know, I had to do what I had to do with this motherfucker over here, cause he's driving me crazy, I had to have something fucking over him, you know what I mean, that's what I, that's how I took it, maybe I'm wrong, um, moving on, since we're in the vein of TV, I just wanted to, um, real quick, I hadn't mentioned it before, cause I wanted to watch a few episodes, but The Gilded Age, on HBO, it comes on Monday at 9, it's good, I like it, it's, um, if, I think, I only, I watched season one of Bridgerton halfway, I kinda gave up on it, um, I kinda think Shonda, no, low-key is a one-trick pony, all her shows kinda have the same little thing going on, and I just didn't think Bridgerton, I just couldn't, Bridgerton to me, gave you, you know, young adult romance you know, shit, like, it, it just was like, nigga, you are fucking too grown to be trying, oh, I don't want to fall in love, I just, like, nigga, grow the fuck up, like, ain't nobody got time for that stupid shit, right, uh, and I just couldn't get into it, I, um, I just, I quit on it at, like, episode five, I was like, alright, this is, but the Gilded Age, um, it's good, if you like this, it ain't gonna be for everybody, but if you like that kind of fare, I love a period piece, it's set in, um, New York City in the 1880s, so, and it is based on, so the, in the, um, they use the Astor's name, but they don't use the Vanderbilt's name, which I don't know why, the Vanderbilt's they call the Russell's, but it's about the, if you know, it's about old New York, and, um, when New York was coming up out of the Civil War, and if you're familiar with that time, or, which y'all might not be, but it's a New York-like thing, where back in the day, when the new money, the new money being the Vanderbilts, and later the Rockefellers, and later the Carnegie, well, no, Carnegie's are not New York, but you know what I mean, like, the Gilded Age, like, if you're familiar with that time, then, um, you know, the Astors, and a couple other families with the older money in New York, like, they came over, let them tell it, although they some of them didn't, came over on the Mayflower, you know, and it was, you know, in the 1600s, and they set up originally in Manhattan, so down further, you know, Astor, um, place now, and down, during the time when, um, what's the movie, um, with Leo and them, uh, Gangs in New York, during that time, like, after the Civil War, and after, the, you know, after the American Revolution and the Civil War, during that time, they were the Titans, and they were the really rich uptown people, and now we're in 1880, where, you know, the war is over, and America is expanding, and you having the railroads, and, the, and the, all these newer Titans, new money coming in, so that's what it's, that's where it's set, but it's really good, because, um, so, um, and, and in that, there's New York legend of, there was a big battle between um, the senior Mrs. Astor, the original, um, Mrs. Astor, and Cornelius Vanderbilt's wife, because they were trying to, you know, Cornelius, the Vanderbilt's had, way more money than, I mean, they had the most, they had way more money than the Astor, the Astor's had money, but they had way more money than the Astor's, it'd be like, you know, Jay-Z coming up against Jeff Bezos, like, that kind of, the Vanderbilt's were way richer, but they were, you know, new money, and back then, that was considered to be crash, they were considered to be, like, kind of like now, like, it's similar, similar to way they, Trump never had this much money, but similar to the way that people with the real money, like the billionaires really kind of view Trump, like y'all niggas is, is trashy and tacky and we don't really fuck with y'all like that, yeah y'all rich, we don't fuck, it was similar to that, it, except that the Vanderbilt's really were rich, the Vanderbilt's had more money than they could have bought and sold all the motherfuckers, but 
you know, white people being ridiculous, you always gotta feel better than somebody, so they were like, closing um, Mrs. Vanderbilt out of society, and it really, it's, it's really um, connected to New York history, because that's how the um, Metropolitan Opera House was actually came about, because the old opera house that the old families used to go to, you know, it's just high society and there were certain protocols and you had to be invited in, and they wouldn't invite her in because they were like, oh, she's old, you know, new money, and so her and like some of the other new money people, they were like, okay, well fuck y'all and y'all dusty ass opera house, we'll make our own opera house, so that's how the Metropolitan Opera House came about, because they put their money to make that, so they can have their opera house, and it's just that story, but it's also, you know, so there's a sister, and um, the part I really like, it, it's just showing the society and how it worked back then, and how they, you know, how the um, Vanderbilts come up, and how Mrs. Vanderbilt eventually got into society, how the Astors were trying to keep her out, what all went on, you know, and then, but the part that I really like about it is they also have a storyline of there's a, a black girl um, who comes from a family in Brooklyn, an fa- African-American family in Brooklyn, who were of means, that have money, because I, like I said before, people don't necessarily know this, but, you know, this this thing that after slavery, you know, everybody black was, you know, thrown to the wolves, is not really true, because in slavery, a lot of black people had skills, and they had, they knew how to, you know, they used them as blacksmiths, and they used them as masons, and they used them as, and, and, and I just want to, uh, make a point here, because I've heard other people comment on this, and I just want to say, we can't, w- people, there's a joke about how we came from Queen, Queen, uh, kings and queens in Africa, we did not, most of us did not, the kings and queens in Africa are still over there, they the ones that sold us, okay, they the ones that picked us up, maybe there might have been a, a captured king or queen in battle, yes, but for the most part, we didn't come from kings and queens, but we didn't come from nothing either, the people who, the, the people, the, the, the Africans that were brought to America were architects, artists, teachers, uh, uh, um, you know, mathematicians, uh, uh, doctors, or whatever the equivalent was, you know, chemists, whatever the equivalent was back then, that's who came here, and that's why the African American culture has the influence around the world that it does, because we, like I said, they didn't get us out of trees, and they didn't civilize us, and they didn't teach us this shit, we had, we had stone masons, and we had, uh, blacksmith, the motherfucking Europeans weren't even making metal when Africa was, okay, we had all these ancient civilizations, the Dahomey and the Songhai and all this stuff, they don't teach you this, they teach you that they came over there and civilized us, they didn't civilize shit for us, we had Timbuktu, we had civilizations and, and building skyscrapers and high, and, and Africa was civilized when Europeans were crawling around in caves, okay, so that's who came over here, stonemasons, and blacksmiths, and architects, and musicians, and, and we had these skills already, so they'll tell you, oh, you know, they taught them black, they didn't teach them blacksmithing, when you, if you ever, I know y'all so delicate, y'all can't go on the plantation tours, cause you gotta, you know, you're so broken down, you gotta, you know, pissing it on a floor and shit, but if you ever do go on a plantation tour, you should, because they tell you the history of the, of the actual slaves that were on the plantation, they tell you how the, the houses were built by this one tribe of people, um, in Louisiana and different places, they always tried to get the, uh, uh, enslaved people from this one specific region of era, of Africa, this one tribe, they cost more, they would try to get them because they were stone masons, they had a special way of building houses to, to um, account for heat, cause Africa, white people ain't no shit about that, and they built their houses in a certain way, and they were known for their expertise, and that's who built a lot of those plantation houses down south, because they had the, they, they showed them how to use brick, and then you use this, and this is how you moderate the heat, and they knew how to build the houses a certain way, so my point in all that is, um, black people were able to step out, a lot of us, not all of us, but a a good portion of us were able to step out soon as emancipation came, and make lives for ourselves, and, and build fortunes for ourselves, because number one, either we had those skills, and we, hey, I can go be a mason, I can go be a blacksmith, I can show you how to, I can tame your horses, because they knew how to do that too, or whatever, they had skills that they could apply, a lot of them went out west to be cowboys, or, you had the, like I said, you had the house servants who had been in all them years listening to them conduct business and talk around them, because they thought we were stupid and didn't know anything, and they'd step right out, hey, buy this stock, buy that stock, this is what you do, to go into the feed business and do this and do that, they, they, they were able to, to step foot out right away, so, 
said all that to tell you that after the Civil War, there were a lot of prosperous black people. And that's where the story of the Black Wall Street and all these all these stories we hear about, you know, uh, white people coming through and destroying black wealth. And that's why. Because those motherfuckers ain't have no skills and they ain't have no education. They was dirt fucking poor and they was still dirt fucking poor and they looking at us and we had all this wealth and all these all these things and that's how come you know in in early 1900s grandmama had a house to pass and all of that people you know but y'all don't know that cause y'all can't watch slave movies y'all tired of watching slave movies and there's so many slave these 10 to 8 slave movies that they got it's so many y'all don't know that because you, you don't watch a history but that's the case and so in the gilded age they have a black family and they're wealthy and they're in Brooklyn and and um that, but you know she's educated she went to school I think they said in Philadelphia or no Howard she went to Howard um that had just been founded and they're wealthy and they have a big brownstone in Brooklyn but she works for the assistant secretary they don't know that they don't they have no all they know is she's black they have no idea that you know this is a well to do family she's educated they know that she can read and write well and Miss Astor hires her for her secretary which is a big fucking deal because, you know, everybody knows Mr. Astor, but she also gets a job, so they, they, they have this black family that's my, it's, it's very good, it's, I like it, it's called The Gilded Age, it comes on HBO, if you're not into that type shit, you might not watch it, but if you like the period pieces, if you like the Bridgertons, if you like the, um, the Downton Abbeys, it's very much like Downton Abbeys, because then they have the servants, and the servants have their little stuff going on too, you know, there's a con man trying to, it's, it's really good, I like it, the lady that plays Miss Astor is, drags everybody, even though it's old brokey, she ain't got as much as Miss Vanderbilt, the lady that plays Mrs. Vanderbilt ain't for the bullshit, she like, look, I got all the money, y'all motherfuckers close me out if you want to, but I got all the fucking money, you, I'ma I'm get, I'm get up in this bitch eventually, you gonna have to bend down to me eventually, cause I got all the, I can buy and sell all y'all broke asses, it shows them building a, um, the very famous house now that designed by, um, designed by the world famous architect, um, uh, what's the white guy's name, I forgot his name, uh, the guy who, the, the, the house still stands, it's on, um, uh, right on the park by the Dakota, uh, 59th and, 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 uh, park, that, that really big, uh, it's a name for it, I'm drawing a blank, but anyway, that's the same building, the Vanderbilt's built that building, it used to have their name all in it, but it, it, you know, later on, their family felt they took it off, but anyway, Cole, uh, what's his name, Colson? God damn, what is that architect's name? Very famous architect that built that place. Everybody knows his name, it's slipping me. But anyway, they show that, them building that, that was their house right there on the park, built across from, you know, the old school brownstones. Not that their houses wasn't dope, but her shit was like, my shit is fly, your shit is old and dusty, right? But anyway, it's, it's, it's really good, it's a good show. Um, alright, so, this, you know what, let me, let me, let me get this off my chest, I was said I wasn't gonna say nothing, but I, I'm gonna say nothing, I'm gonna say something, so the Nelly sex tape leaked and everybody had something to say, and was like first of all, y'all was, a lot of y'all was defending Nelly's penis like it was yours and y'all size queens, and how y'all gonna say his penis is small, that's a regular size penis, y'all just must don't know what y'all do, look this is all I'm gonna say I have been estranged, estranged from organic dick for a long time. I'm, I don't study on dicks. Dicks is not my science. Again, you know, it's not. But I have seen Fallen Kells has seen some penises. And it's not like I was like all, had all the dicks in the world, but I had enough. And all, every penis that I have seen in person has been bigger than that. And they ain't been no porn, huge porn dicks, but they just been what I think is regular dicks, and they've been bigger than that, not to mention, my favorite brand, genre of porn, some of you know what it is, some of you know what it isn't, features dicks, organic, and all. My, and I know it's porn, but they ain't all porn stars, like, you the only fans, they not all porn stars, and, and most of the dicks I've seen on that also have been bigger than that, all, y'all say it's, it's an advertised dick, okay, all I'm saying is, maybe my hand to eye ratio is off, I didn't look at it a whole bunch of times, but all I'm gonna say is that lady that was doing her thing had had one hand, one hand on that penis. It wasn't a two hand grip, it wasn't a twist grip. She had one hand on the shaft, the other hand was on the balls, 
She had one hand on the chef. Now, I feel like I have an average uh, female width of my hand, and my hand is about three, maybe three and a half inches across. I ain't measuring it, just eyeballing it, but it's about three, three and a half inches across. Spread out. That's that's, And I feel like I have an average size female hand. Let's say my hand is small, and the average, I, I doubt it. I don't know no woman that got a, that's a, that's a wide ass. If your hand is four inches across, you got a wide ass hand, but I guess it can happen, but I don't think that's the average. And that hand, that one hand, had most, the entire shaft, and it was only the head sticking up out that she was sucking, because y'all all said it wasn't enough spit, she was doing a bad job, because it was just, may, again, maybe my eye hand, y'all saying that's a six, seven inch dick, I don't know how, if a three inch hand was on the whole shaft, and it was about maybe another inch, inch and a half, of the, that's, that's, that's like a five, maybe six, I, I don't feel like that, I, I don't, I'm not saying it was a micro peen, but I don't think that the people who saying that that's a small penis were wrong, I think that's small, it might be average size, cold fingers average, okay, the average woman's shoe size is a nine, um, I don't wear a nine, I wear an eight, okay, I don't, I know a lot of women, I don't know, I'm sure somebody wears a nine, but I think they tend to be taller, most people, my, my height, um, six, seven and a half, eight, smaller foot, that's all I'm saying, smaller foot, if y'all saying the average penis is a six, that's fine, average, I, 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 I don't, that wasn't, that was a small penis to me, that's all I'm saying, I'm not a, I am not a penis connoisseur, another thing, I do my buy mine at the store, and I see y'all little y'all little fucking gays had y'all little y'all little lesbians had y'all little joke. If you need it, if you need y'all just won't know what you're doing. Okay, all I'm gonna say is that y'all be the ones. And and, and and if you a dyke on here, you know what I'm talking about. all them ones. Y'all you just don't know what you're doing. Y'all be the ones that you gotta change the sheets for. That's all I'm gonna say. Whatever you're not gonna get. It's all jokes. It's all jokes. That's fine, but whatever. All I'm saying is that size in the store, when you buy it in the store, that's the cheap joints. Them don't nobody buy them shits. Them joints is 40, 50. Now I get I have said myself, like them them Serge Ibaka and all them fucking baseball bat telephone pole ass people. I, I don't know how nobody puts that up in them, but God bless if that's your thing. I heard the gays saying people the size queens. I just want to point out there's a difference between putting something in the anus and putting something in the vagina. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but all I'm saying is, and I'm not telling my business, but I, I, I've had enough relationships and enough rigmarole to, I don't know anybody that you can bring that, that Nelly size penis to and not, and not get looked at sideways. That's all I'm going to say for people who like, for, 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 for lesbians who like penetration, because not all do, but I'm saying for the ones that do, you show up at your backpack with that in there, you gonna get looked at sideways, so y'all can say what the fuck y'all wanna say, ain't nobody talking about no 12 inch, you know, none of that, but um, I don't think you in my experience I think that uh, anything below, I think that anything below a 7 most women, and I heard, I heard other straight women saying it too, so it ain't just me anything below a 7, most women think it's small, we ain't saying it was a micro peen but I just didn't, you know, people talking about the width, okay, yeah it, I guess it had, I mean, you know I, again, I'm not a dick t- connoisseur but I heard that woman had that whole penis with one hand that's all I'm saying, the gays tell me that's called boyfriend dick, that's fine, I accept that, all I'm saying is y'all not gonna act like we was crazy, cause we said that joint on the small size, again, y'all was defending that like maybe that was y'all dick, and if that's the case look, I, hey, look, everybody got work with what they work with, I'm not judging, I'm just saying y'all not gonna talk to us crazy, cause we said that shit was small, I, 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 again, I'm somebody that's not super familiar with dicks, I've been estranged from organic dick for a very long time, but I have seen enough falling cows, and you know, I watch movies, even even the movies, this shit, this shit, HBO been, I don't know, HBO got some points to prove, they've been showing dicks like crazy, even the ones they've been showing been bigger than that, correct me if I'm wrong, I, to me that was a small dick, that's all I'm saying, it was on the smaller side, I, I didn't, I, you know, I don't, I don't see why y'all gotta act like everybody, I don't think that people wasn't being size queens, it wasn't like nobody's like, oh, ain't this 12 inches, I didn't see nobody saying that, I just see people saying that was small, now, you know, different strokes is different folks, I've heard women say they don't like all them big ass, and I get it, all, you know, all up in their stomach and all that, I understand that, but y'all not gonna act like we crazy, because we said that was small, I, 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 I saw that, 
and I thought it was on the small side, because to me, you don't start getting big or regular, starts at 7 inches, like I said, in my line of business, you go to the store, they have all kinds of sizes, they got little, they got all, I don't, them sixes, them six inch joints, be there, don't nobody be buying them joints, <laughs> they, they, they be hanging there, you don't really get, to, it's the seven, between seven and nine is a sweet spot, once you start getting them big, don't nobody want all that other shit, that's, that hangs there too, that's for the gay boy, I don't know who that's for, so I feel y'all on that, nobody's talking about them baseball bat size joints, cause I don't know what you're doing with that, I get it, but, I just had to get that off my chicken. Y'all was acting like we was uh, we was just so out of line. I didn't think it was that big, and I get what everybody's saying. Yes, the size. I get that. I get that. But whatever. I've been told personally, or I've heard that you know, when it's long, the the length and the width matters. But you know, yeah, of course you can have a smaller and know what to do it. Because the truth is, the spot that you need to hit, and I'm just talking about women. I don't know nothing about men the spot that you need to hit is not that far, like, you don't need a whole lot to hit that, that's true, however, it's a lot easier to hit it when you got some to spare, than when you gotta fucking get that shit, just, that's all I'm saying, when you gotta get that shit just right, and it gotta be constant, it's just a little, it's just, that's why people tend to go a little bit bigger, because, you know, it's just a little easier, that's all I'm saying, y'all do with that what y'all will, um, that probably was too much for whatever, I just had to get that off my chest, that was bothering me, I mean, niggas been going there, like, y'all acting like this is y'all fucking dick on the video that y'all defended, all I know is that lady had one hand on that shit, and it was taking up the whole shaft, whatever, um, the weather has been bugging, like, today, it's 49, yesterday it was like 18, the day before that it was like 23, the rest of the week is gonna be like 60, I'm not complaining about 60, I'm just saying, like, it don't, you don't know what to do with this weather here, and I've realized it's, wet, it's winter, but winter, it shouldn't have 60 degrees, I just feel like it should be a constant, you know, somewhere between 20 and 40, and it ain't been, that's all, that's all I want to say, um, get it together, so here's something else, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna talk about verses, I want to say that for last, because I want to end on a high note, um, you know, if you live in New York City, we have this new mayor, you know, everybody on Twitter swears he's gonna be the worst, I honestly don't really know what to think, I just, he, to me, from his social media, I, and actually it's funny because I gotten some intel intel on him since um, from um, a colleague of mine whose wife um, is a city hall person, like works city hall, like they knows all the, you know, it, she's a she's a political person, um, and she, so I got some intel on him that kind of makes sense. Um, but his social media presence and his his. Um, I don't know, public statements, to me, I keep saying it's like somebody elected the high school football coach for the mayor, um, I don't really know what to make of him, but, um, you know, there's a big, I live in Harlem, where, you know, anybody who lives in Harlem can tell you, we are back in 1988, um, there are drug addicts everywhere, there are drug dealers everywhere, when I say everywhere, I mean everywhere, I mean, if you go down 100, 125th right now, at this time 7 o'clock at night, they're gonna be laid out in the street, and I mean literally, like when you got, you gotta step in front of the whole food, you gotta step over, nod it out fucking heroin addicts, or you gotta get around them asking, it's, it's the, the whole strip, 124th street between, I say, I never go east of Lenox, but probably east, but I know definitely from, from Lenox, all the way over to Amsterdam, that whole strip, is like walking through the Carter, and I, I know that because my gym, when I, when we were you know, not shut down, I would get off the, the um, train at 125th, and I would always go down 124th, because 125th is just a pain, it's a very busy street, it's a pain to ask to get up and down, so I would just go down 124th, way less people, so I always walk through there, um, and that whole strip is like the Carter, there's a, there's a methadone clinic there, there's a methadone, you know, so, there's been this little debate back and forth because people, you know, on Twitter naturally always what do you mean, people don't, you don't want people to have methadone clinics, everybody listen, it ain't about whether we want them to have it or not Harlem has, I I looked up these stats Harlem has a 70% addiction rate, but they have 20% of New York City's methadone clinics, there are two methadone clinics right in this, right on the area between Lenox and, and, and 7th, between 123rd and 127th, there are two methadone clinics and that is about a not even, maybe a football field size area two methadone clinics, 
methadone clinics I know the big liberal you know pie in the sky is oh there's reform addicts and they go in there and they get these things and they, and they leave and they don't have to do drugs that's not what a methadone clinic is and what it's ever been yes they give out methadone but it attracts addicts it attracts dealers it attracts everything that comes with that and them motherfuckers do not be off drugs in, in that methadone it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't all that we all know what it is okay and it's on steroids up here in Harlem, everywhere this, it's, it's terrible broad daylight, motherfuckers is smoking crack, they shooting up heroin they going into the ATMs, you can't even, a lot of stores are closed at night because the heroin addicts be up in there shooting up shooting up in the ATM you go in the ATM, try to get your money and it's a heroin addict in there shooting up it's crazy up here, it's ridiculous up here, and you know I'm tired, listen, all these y'all I've said before, a lot of my friends is liberal they believe in these liberal policies I'm sorry, and now they're trying to put a a, a legal fucking uh, shooting gallery up here, people talking about like, oh, it's reduced overdose I'm sure it has, and I'm sure that's great but all you're doing is, is, is can you give me the numbers on how many of them people go into those method, to those um, legal quote finger safe shoot uh, I'm gonna call them what they are fucking uh, shooting dens tell me how many what's the stat okay we got the stats of the overdoses that are safe great you can go over there and you can have no care and you can just shoot up and if you fall out you ain't gotta worry about it cause you know they gonna bring you back to life I mean that's insanity to me but whatever tell me the stats of how many of them people get off drugs because what's the incentive to get off drugs if you know you got a, a clean shooting gallery where I just said you can go I just think that's madness I don't think that's a solution I don't think this country has ever really tried to tackle the addiction uh, problem and get people off of drugs it was you know the war on crime was lock them all up we see how that turned out and now it's oh well if they gonna do it anyway I just I don't believe in that I don't number one don't think that they're where's the incentive where put nigga, we've been doing this fucking drug war for, like, as long as I've been alive, let's say the last, like, 60 years, I think, I don't really know when it really, really started, I know it started under Nixon, so sometime before I got born, so let's say, you know, 60 years, that's, that's a good, that should cover however long that is, we've been doing the war on drugs, and we are no further, we are way worse off than when we started, it's made zero dent in it, nothing has changed, and, and it's like we never really tried to fucking address the root causes, get these people off, let's get these people in the programs, let's, we've never tried it, and now we just, let's have drug deals, and everybody telling me that I'm just, I'm a conservative, because I think this is a terrible idea, well, fuck it, I'll be a conservative, I think it's a terrible fucking idea, I think that you should encourage people to get off drugs, drugs are terrible, drugs steal people's lives, and they're gonna die, I don't give a fuck if you have a, 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 a legal shooting gallery, at something, you're just, you're just, um, postponing the inevitable, because we all know what's gonna happen, and some, and they're not always gonna go there, and at some point, they're gonna stop going there, because the way drug addiction works is like, if you, like I was saying with the, um, with the fentanyl thing, the way heroin and, and stuff works, you give out a bag that knocks people out of ODs, that's what they want, cause them motherfuckers want to get that, okay, and I just, I don't think that, I don't think that having a legal shooting gallery and we're uh, reducing overdoses, I, I just don't think that's it, yeah, you might be reducing overdoses of the people in that place, that's great, but eventually that's gonna stall out, because every addict from all over the city is coming to the shooting gallery, and what if the shooting gallery is full, you think they're gonna wait, no they're just gonna go, and, and I just I don't think that's it, and I definitely don't want it in Harlem, we already got too many methadones, now you wanna have a shooting, like we are overrun up here, we are, oh they shooting up in front of kids, and then the violence that comes with it, the, the, the drug boys that come, I mean dog, when I say 1988, I'm not exaggerating, everybody's in Harlem that knows what I'm talking about, these niggas are out in 12 afternoon selling drugs, doing drugs, shooting drugs smoking crack pipes, I mean, in the bus everywhere, it's, it's craziness it's craziness shooting cops, it's nuts and and Harlem is like one and a half square miles, and like, and I think they, they have 20% people coming from, there was a, uh, somebody tweeted a graphic yesterday, they coming from Long Island they coming from Connecticut, they coming from all the boroughs, they coming from Jersey to Harlem, because all the methadone clinics are all in Harlem, and my thing is these motherfucking liberals want to tell you all this pie in the sky and give you all the stats and harm reduction, this is a good idea then why it ain't in your neighborhood? 
If it's such a good idea, why it ain't in Greenwich? Why it ain't in Williamsburg? Why it ain't in Carroll's Garden? Why it ain't in Greenpoint? Why it ain't in Saddle River? Why is it all in Harlem? Because you feel like you dump in the problem here, away from you. And oh yeah, that sounds good, but not over here. Get out. I don't agree. I think it's insanity. I don't think the goal should be, oh, well, we could just fall out and die as many times as we want. They'll keep bringing us back. What the fuck is that? What's the incentive for them to get off drugs? And yeah, you're going to lose some people in the, in the battle, but you're already losing millions of people. I just feel like the, this country has never seriously tried to uh, tackle the addiction problem in this country, you've not look what happened with the goddamn um Oxycontin um, scandal, they ain't nothing really happened to them companies, okay so they took their name off, off some walls, like you've never been serious about it and I just don't think, this, I think this is giving up, and I think it's just letting people kill themselves slowly which they're eventually gonna do and patting ourselves on the back and telling us we're doing harm reduction because we gotta fucking shoot them, where if niggas shooting heroin in their veins fall out we gonna bring them back together and reduce ODs, okay, how about reduce drug addiction, where's that at? oh, we giving out clean needles and we giving out pamphlets, okay sure, sure that's, that's all I wanna say, y'all, listen, y'all wanna call me a Republican, I fine, I, I, you know, y'all motherfuckers too, anybody with some common sense that ain't jumping out the windows and all this new nigga shit y'all trying to call Republicans, and that's fine I just think, um, we have common sense and, um, not falling for the okie doke, but whatever I just wanted to say that. Um, alright, so, last night was the verses. I said I wasn't, I wasn't too hyped about it, because I'm a, listen, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I'm from Philly. We know Philly is known for the Neo Soul and the original Soul and all of that, and I loved the Jill and Erica joint, but the one last night, I was not really jazzed about, um, I was like, I, it, it was supposed to start at 9, so I was like, well, I'm not gonna watch it, because I'm not missing Abbott Elementary for it, but as in, 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 in versus fashion, it was late, so I was actually able to watch, um, Abbott Elementary, and, and, and it still started late, um, so personally, and, and let me just, I personally think Anthony, um, Hamilton won that, I'm not a bit, I'm gonna tell y'all, I'm from Philadelphia, born and raised, I'm not a fan of Music Soul Child I've never been a fan of Music Soul Child I know y'all say his catalog was superior, I per- I personally prefer Anthony Hamilton because Music Soul Child sings young boy music to me, and what I mean by that, and this is gonna be a very Philly conversation, so some of y'all may not get it, but my Philly people, y'all gonna know exactly what I'm talking about, I have never been a fan of Music Soul Child, I don't really people talk about the Philly artist and the Neo Soul I know he's one of them, but I never really count him I'm thinking about The Roots, I'm thinking about Jill Smith, so sorry, Jill Scott, Erica Badu, um, um, who else, uh, a couple other people that I'm forgetting, but I know, I know that Music Soul Child is, is a part of that, but I never think about him, because I've ne- even when he was hot, I just never liked him, because Music Soul, first of all, when I say young boy music, his music, the reason why I like his catalog is not, first of all, he sounded terrible, okay, let me, let me go in order, because I have to preface why I think Anthony Hamilton, and I, I'm not the only one, actually, quite a few people think he won, but I'm gonna tell you why, I just, I don't see it for him, and I don't see it for the catalog, and when y'all was like, he was definitely gonna win, I was like, I don't really agree with that, here's why. When I say young boy music, he always, all his songs, his catalog annoys me, because, so, y'all know how Mariah Carey, if you ever, Mariah Carey writes songs, like she's writing an essay like her lyrics are always very thick and she tells the story if you take the music out but she does it in a way that is artful and creative and the way she phrases things and the words that she gets and rhymes and break you be like did she just say onomatopoeia like the way you like the way even when she starts the way all her songs are just masterful and how she writes them and how she phrases them and the words that she uses and it's almost like she's reading a letter but it still bops because she does it artful and she's skilled at it music soul trial jobs me nuts because his music sounds like Philly young bull to me a, for a very specific time like his lyrics be like you was the girl that I liked and I said hi and then I walked over and you was like hi and I gave you my flowers but then I was like bye and come nigga 
it's like he's just right, like nigga, you just writing a song like you talk it's not artful, it's not arranged in any kind of dope way, you just, and you came over and I was like, yo, you the girl I like from down the block, and you was like, I thought so, and nigga ugh ugh please go back up the block with that shit like I just he's always annoyed me love so many things I wanna tell you but I'm afraid to cause you ran away oh nigga oh, I hate it I, I hate I hate it I, hate, I cannot stand him he reminds me there is a certain type this one I said only Philly niggas gonna get this he is a very specific type of Philly dude Philly ball, Philly nigga, that I cannot stand, and he's just, and when he's just very, never left the block, never left Philly, always, like, y'all see that outfit he had on last night, like, just, uh, he's just, a, he just he's short, he's, he's very, I don't know what part of Philly music is from, but he gives West Philly, but there's a certain type, like, Philly people, we all have a certain swag, right, Kevin Hart is from Philly, Meek Mill is from Philly, Will Smith is from Philly, Joe Scott is from Philly, there's a lot of us from Philly, we have a certain swag, but all, but, but, there's a certain type of Philly person that is, like, they just give, they never leave Philly, and, and, like, I, I don't know, put it like this, that outfit he had on last night with the bootcut jeans, it's kind of like, you know how the brat always dresses like 1997, no matter what the year is, that's, that's what music soul child gives, he's just a certain kind of Philly nigga, they just, they brain stays in Philly, they, it's like they never leave Philly, they never leave the block, I don't know what that outfit he had on, on his first album was, but I guarantee you, he probably still wear that outfit, like last night, when he had them fucking bootcut jeans on, with them fucking Timberlands, and that fucking crop top, uh, hoodie, it just, irri- everything about it just irritated me, in the hat, because he just gives, there's a very specific type of Philly nigga, like, most Philly people, when you go to Philly, or if you meet somebody from Philly, Kevin Hart is very Philly, but you can tell, but he's Hollywood now, you can tell he's been places, like, he doesn't still dress like he's from wherever he's from, Meek Mill, even with Meek Mill's dumbass, but Meek Mill, you can still tell, yes, he's from Philly, he has a Philly swag, but he can, t- he, he doesn't, he looks like he's been out of Philly, you know what I mean, Will Smith, same thing, we've been places, we've been around the world, we went to school, whatever the case, we rap or whatever, we've out of, we're from Philly, but we ain't of Philly, we're out of Philly now, music gives of Philly, and it's just a certain, there's two type of dudes in Philly, like I said, you'll meet the Kevin Hart's, a lot of dudes in, in Philly talk, that's why I say, I don't really think Kevin Hart is funny, because there's so many, if you go to Philly right now, there's a dude on, on TikTok that does a lot of videos, like he's, he does one about how, you know, dudes be good, do girls give you haircuts, he'd be like, ew, you fucking loser, like him, people like, oh, he's talking like Kevin Hart, like, no, he's not talking like Kevin Hart, he's talking like a Philly dude, like, there's a whole bunch of people in Philly that talk and sound and joke just like Kevin Hart, that's why I don't think Kevin Hart is all that funny, but, um, Will Smith, same thing, like, it's, 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 it's those kind of guys, that's like most of who you'll meet if you meet somebody from Philly, you'll meet somebody like that, Jill Scott is a different kind of, she's a very specific kind of Philly, North Philly chick, her and Erica Badu give them, you know, Shea Butter, but there's a lot, that's in Philly too, but still, Jill Smith, you could tell, Jill, I keep calling Jill Smith, Jill Scott, you could tell, they've been, she's been out, you know what I mean, she's been, she's been places, she, yes, she's from Philly, but she don't, she don't give that, I never left Philly vibe, that's what it is, Music Soul Shops gives that, I never, the boy on the block, that you knew all your life, that wear the little, still, like I said, still dressed like it's 1997, with them little, like, leather medallions, remember you used to wear them leather African medallions, still wearing that, still probably wearing some, what you know, some, whatever, Cazelle, so just very just, oh, just, just Philly nigga, like, he just gives that, he annoys me, well, even with the singing, nigga, you can't sing, you sound terrible, but, like, that's just, like, he's just a type of dude that just, uh, I went to high school with, and just has always annoyed me, always trying to holler, always trying to talk, yo, like, nigga, 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 get out of here, go back up the block with that, get out of here with that, that's just so I never I've never liked him, and that's what his his all of his music just gives me the nigga that's trying to sell. Hey yo, I got these oils. You down with this? I got no, 
semi woke, but not really. Probably not vaccinated. You, you, it's a certain, it's a certain type of tube that I'm trying to explain that you might not get. They got them in Brooklyn too, but they're a little different. But that's what Music Soul Child gives me. So I've never been a fan of him. His catalog annoys me because, like I said, all them shits is young boy. Oh, even Buddy. I think y'all do a lot with Buddy. Oh, you gonna be my B U D D Y? We gonna be friends and we could just kick it and we could just chill. get out of here. Get out of here with that. Ugh. No, nigga, we not gonna just kick it. Like, what the fuck? I'm not. What the fuck you think this is? It's very immature. Very, you know, we just we don't gotta hook up, but we can hook up. That shit is fly in like maybe high school, maybe college, but not at this big age. Like, get the fuck out. It's just that's a certain type of dude. This is if you went to Temple or something, you run across this dude a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause he's you know at a certain phase in your life, he's a good. He seems like a cool dude, but then you age like maybe a year and a half, and you realize this nigga's really a clown, and really whack, and like, still really lives with his mom, and just still wearing these bootcut jeans, and these Timberlands, and this, and this and this hoodie crop, and just still thinks he's fly, even though he looks like straight out of 1995 that type of dude that's what he gives, and I can't stand him and I just thought Anthony Hamilton was way more polished, I personally prefer Anthony Hamilton, I like soul music I, I'm not a big fan, I know the neo soul thing took over Philly. I just never really, I've never really bought into neo. It's either soul or it's not soul. You know what I mean? It's just like soul music. But I just that gritty, uh, more like almost like a bluesy sound. That's just I like that. I just prefer Anthony Hamilton. I realized he didn't sing "Pass Me Over," but I just thought he was way more polished. I thought he was on tune. I thought the Hamiltons, Hamiltons was on tune. I thought his presentation was better. I thought music was out there caterwauling and sounding a fucking mess. And it was just like, oh god, nigga, just please play the track. I think I think Anthony Hamilton won just on that alone. I know it's about catalog, but like I said, I don't really care for music catalog. He got like two songs that I like. One is a remake. Um, I never liked love. Oh, let me tell you, it's two songs that are nails on the chalkboard to me that you Negroes love that I just cannot fucking stand. One of them is "Love" by Music Soul Trial, and the other one is um, "Love Never Knew What I Was." That Keisha Cole cat, both of them sound a fucking mess. They both sound the same. I cannot stand either one of those songs that y'all like, I can't stand it, and, and so, and that's supposed to be like his biggest song, can't stand it, I think y'all get Buddy a whole lot, can't stand it, what's one song, it, um, there's one, it's like, actually, I'm lying, it's like two songs he got that I can listen to, one is, um, what's the one, um, oh, you and I can kick it, something about kick, is that, nah, it ain't Buddy, man, uh, it's another little up-tempo song he has, I think it was on his first album, I don't know the name of it, I can listen to that but I cannot listen I, I, I've i just never been able to, to handle Music Soul Child, I've always thought he doesn't sound great, I've heard that he was terrible live um, from many many people um, last night showed it um, and I just I never liked him, I guess <laughs> so people said I was, I just, I never liked him He's just one of them. When, it, when I talk about Philly artists, I don't. I think about Teddy Pendergrass, Patty LaBelle, Sister Sledge, um, you know the OJ's, the, the, the you know the Philadelphia International, and all the artists on that label. Jill Scott, The Roots, Will Smith, um, Meek Mill. You know when I think of artists from Philly, that's who I think of. Music Soul Child do not get mentioned. I just can't. I can't. I can't stand them. Um, you know. Uh, uh, Beanie Siegel, you know, Freeway, Chris and Neef, all them dudes, I think of that, when you talk about Philly, that's who I think, I do not think no music soul child, I ain't never liked them, um, and I just don't think he, I think that, I, I, maybe, you know, I don't know, I mean, maybe if he had not, it was just, it just, I could not get past the singing, and I know it's about hits, I know that, but I just, he just, every time he came on, I just wanted to mute the mic, I was like, oh, and when, and when Anthony, it was so perfect, it was so smooth, it was just like, so perfect, and then this thing, uh, and I was like, oh my god, I just couldn't, I couldn't get, I couldn't, I couldn't receive it, so maybe that's why, but I just feel like, I think he got washed, 
I think Anthony Hamilton just washed him, um, I think Anthony had a big, I'm not saying that he had the greatest catalog, but I think people, he had way more than people thought, and I think he, uh, placed it perfectly, he brought out all the guests, um, he brought out Lita James, he brought out the Hamilton, I just thought he did, if we, since they started these, you know, stage performance joints, not in the crib, I think he just did it well, I think he kinda did what, um, Deluxe did to, to, um, (laughs) to, uh, to uh, Jim Jones and them, where his performance and his presentation was just so top notch, and them niggas look kind of crazy I don't know, that's just my opinion, and I know I'm not the only one that held it, I know some people think music's catalog is so uh, uh, amazing, I would I would prosper if it was, we would still be listening to it, but niggas not, niggas still listen to Jill Scott, niggas still listen to Erica Badu, niggas still listen to Amy Ham- Anthony Hamilton, you don't really hear nobody pl- listening to that shit, that's all I'm saying, I'm just saying, it might have been, it might have hit at a time, but I don't know if it had any longevity, cause I don't know if my big age, if I'm trying to hear Buddy, or if I'm trying to hear, you know, oh, you the girl next door, and you know, we ain't got a hook, and we could just chill, and we could just hang out, and get, nigga, get out of here with that shit, so, I'm just saying, I don't think it aged well, um, yeah, but, you know, I watched it, I wasn't gonna pay for it, the other thing, I saw quite a few people talking about IG was pausing, why are y'all watching, Versus comes on YouTube, you don't have, I'm not paying for that thriller app, because it ain't nothing else on there I'm watching, I'm not 14 for what, but it's always on YouTube, go on YouTube for any Versus, just pull it up, when it starts, it'll come up, there's always, they always, and it's flawless, it's no issues, the sound is clear, I put it on my actual TV, it's sound is clear, it's no issues, there's no delays, watch it on YouTube, why are y'all watching on IG, I ain't watched, the last one I watched on IG was that one with Nelly and Luda, I, since then, I ain't watched none of them on, on IG, I always watch them on YouTube, um, so if y'all having issues with IG, y'all need to be on, um, YouTube, cause YouTube's, uh, feed is, is always really good, um, alright, yeah, that's, that's all I wanted to say, um, you know, I said I was gonna be right at the hour, I was about right, I don't have a whole lot, I get, I've been giving y'all, um, longer episodes, so this one is kinda just right on top, oh, one more thing I do wanna say, you know what, um, I'm gonna give a shout out to Rihanna and Rocky, because, I, 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 I you know, Rihanna get, you know, I'm a Rihanna fan, and she gave an interview, she actually gave two interviews, she gave one right after she broke up with the Arab, where she was saying that, you know, she doesn't have time to prop up a man's ego, she'll give that energy to her family, her friends, but she can't give it to a man, and then right when she, you know, when she broke up, or after her and Drake broke up, she had an interview saying that, you know, that whatever award show that was, and he made her moment about him, and that spoke a lot, and, you know, like I said, I, I think, I, I, I maintain everything I said about Rocky, but I get it, because when you are somebody like a Rihanna, when you are that bright, you don't have time, you have to have a partner who understands that you are the sun, and, and, and everything revolves around you, and they have to be comfortable with that, and you can't have, when you, when you, when you are the type of talent and, and, and celebrity that Rihanna is, you can't have a nigga that's always trying to compete with your spotlight, or always, you gotta always, like, make him feel good, that we saw what that did with Whitney and Bobby, how that, you know, we saw it, how, you know, this nigga just was never as big as she was, was never gonna be as big as she was, he, she eclipsed him in every way, and he just was always just mad, always just in her camera, in her video, just, we saw it, okay, and Rocky, what I will say about him, they've been friends, like I said before, they've been friends for a long time, he's, he's always been around, and I think that's what it is, and, and, and a lot of these, Carrie Washington married Nambi Asamoah, he plays the back, Issa Rae had married her husband, he plays the back, when you, when you are a woman like that, you can't have these motherfuckers whose ego you have to prop, Whitney and Bobby, we saw, Whitney told us about it on Oprah, and then rest in peace after she passed, and then been umpteenth movies about her, and other people were talking about that, how she was always trying to dim her light for him, and make sure he was propped up, and you cannot do that, you need somebody that has to be fine with you, how you are, and Brocky every interview he gives, he's like, yo, I'm so proud of her, uh, you know, I'm happy she's my, like, he's very, he's, he's, 
cool with her being who she is she posted up on Instagram today like they had a little Valentine's Day or whatever and he gave her a card that was meth, like from um, Meth and Mary and the little thing was you know even um uh what's the lyric um even when a nigga wasn't shit you made me feel I, I can't remember the exact lyric but y'all know what I'm talking about and I was like oh that's cute and I get it I get why she chose him number one they've always I just feel like this is the day one that was with me before all this blew up, I mean, you know, when I first started before, you know, nobody knew Rihanna was gonna be all this before that, he never changed on me, and he's always supported me, and he plays his role, and he doesn't, you know, I don't have to be, he, he, I'm, he not trying to compete with me, and I get it, because the women that do that, the Carrie Washingtons, and all of them, we don't hear no drama from them, we still ain't never seen, we know Carrie Washington got kids, we ain't never seen them, I know she's married to Namdi Asamoah, he's trying to do his own acting thing, but we never... She, I don't even know if they, I'm sure they come to the red carpet together, but we never see her, him all up under her you know what I mean, Issa Rae niggas was surprised she got married, Viola Davis, even Angela Bassett, her, her husband is Courtney Vance, but he doesn't you know, he doesn't try to overshadow her at all that's, when, you, when you're that kind of woman, you need that, so I get it I understand it, I get it, he seems to really um, be fine, she seems really happy, really seems to like him, they're long time friends, he really seems to be into her, so I get it, I wish him the best, um, I just I, as soon as you speak on a nigga, though, they mess up so hopefully he doesn't, but I, 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 I it's very similar to Janet and Jermaine, you know, even though again, Jermaine was Jermaine Dupree, of course nobody's knocking what he is, but she's not Janet Jackson this is a different level, you know, and she just wanted somebody that, that she could just be herself with, and it not be all that you know, but this nigga had to go cheat, hopefully Rocky does not do that, um, but I get it, and you know, I, I get why she's with them, and you know, she looks very happy, he looks very happy, and you know, he's not all up in her, vi- I said that anyway, he's not all up in her videos, he's happy to let her have the spotlight, if she's, if they're talking to him, her, he's not all sliding in the camera, you know, he'll stay back, if they call him over, he comes over, He'll and, and he's always very complimentary of her, so I get it, um, so yeah, I just, I just wanted to, you know, say that, um, you know, and then people were like, oh, now he gonna be all up on her album, I don't really, uh, so, maybe y'all not familiar with Rocky, I, he's, Rocky's a good, a dope rapper, like, he's not garbage at all, and I don't see it any different than when she worked with Future, when she worked with Travis, when she worked with Drake, like, when she works with rappers that have produced some of her best albums, so, like, I don't, y'all talking about Travis, like, he, I mean, like, Rocky, like, he, um, you know, I don't know, Cephas or Reese or something, like, he's, he's got, he's done music with Drake, he's done music with Meek, like, he's a dope rapper, I actually think his albums might not do that great, but he's, he's a dope rapper, like, he's, y'all acting like he gonna make her shit whack or something, like, yo, the dude is, you know, he's, he's got talent, so, you know, don't act like that, don't act like, you know, her shit gonna be whack, it, it ain't gonna be no whacker than when she was going with Drake and working with him, they made music, and you know what I mean, like, I don't, I don't have no issue with that, like, I don't think he's gonna fuck her album up at all, like, I think it's probably, will be, he's a dope, I'm sure it's not just her and him, but I mean, shit, her and Future made some of the best shit out, her and DJ Mustard, her and Khalid, like, I don't, I don't see how it's any different than her working with any other rapper, so, Kendrick, so, yeah, anyway, but she lied about the album anyway, it don't matter, we ain't never getting that album, but I'm just saying, y'all acting like, you know, working with Rocky, it's like working with goddamn, you know, I don't know, you know, MC such and such, um, yeah, so, alright y'all, that's it for this episode, um, this is episode 307, I did not say that at the beginning, um, of thanks for asking, Kel's podcast, like me, rate me, um, I got a little, um, surprise for y'all coming up here soon, I'm not gonna tell you what it is, and I got some news here coming up for y'all soon, I'm not gonna tell you what that is yet either, not just yet, but, um, just know, um, things coming down the pipe, um, it's starting to, uh, not get dark till, like, uh, close to six o'clock now, so spring and summer is coming, um, yeah, and, um, you know, Thanks for for listening. Tell a friend, like me, rate me. God bless. Thanks for coming out. Good night.